there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to uh, today's episode. This one is a little bit different on my side because if you saw me, I'm in my car, parked on the side of the road. Um, I'm on my way, my way back up from Kerry. I was in Killarney for the last couple of days with um, a client and his company. They they do an annual retreat and he'd asked me to come down to host uh, part of it in terms of running some workshops for the team and for the company. So that was really great. Killarney's amazing. We've got great weather. So I'm on my way back up. So I, I had planned to do this. Just the only thing is I don't have my usual um, office gear, podcast recording gear. So um, it's a little bit of an experiment. So if the sound isn't quite up to scratch, please forgive me. The content hopefully will make up for it. Um, <laughs> so uh, this retreat actually is uh, was interesting because I was kind of given a little bit of free reign to do what I wanted to do. So I, I pretty much focused, if you listen to the, to all of these podcasts so far, you'll know that um, I'm a massive fan, obviously, of the, the inner game. Um, I would have started off my career really, I suppose, helping people in the outer game. So really, you're, ultimately, I was trying to help them to get better, improve their performance. And then that evolved into kind of helping them also to enjoy their life. And as I got looking at that and all the different problems that I thought I was trying to help my clients solve, I realized actually, from my point of view, that the real essence of solving the problems was mostly on the inner side. So the the, the the takeaway that I want to give you is is probably some things that kind of came up during this retreat. Um, and I suppose that the, the takeaway at the start is like what you think is going on most likely isn't true, right? And maybe to kind of lead us into that, I'll just share a story that the CEO was very open with. I was doing a, a section yesterday where I was talking about you know, probably the most powerful uh, element of of personal and professional growth is the day you realize that your inner voice isn't you. Now, I know some people listening to this will go, yeah, you know, I, I, I get that. But I also know that some people will be listening to this now kind of going, what are you talking about? And it was quite funny that because I, I, I've I've been that person myself. But in the in the room yesterday, and it's by God, it's just great to be back physically present with people again. Again, just running a physical workshop. It's just just something different about that energy in the room. But one of the people was very honest and said, "My inner voice right now, all it's saying is, what is this guy talking about? What inner voice? Like, what what's he talking about?" And as I said, well, that's the inner voice I'm talking about. I said, the difference between me and you is that I know that that inner voice isn't me. And of course, you can you can imagine there perplexed look and even what's going on inside and think well hang on if that inner voice isn't me then like what's me who am I now that's a whole other question but that is a zinger of a question because that is the sweet spot but when you realize that like you have a mind the nature of that mind is to generate thought and that thought is often expressed through the inner voice in terms of its comments it's also expressed obviously through you know uh, memories or your imagination or 
perhaps an insight, but it comes through thinking. Um, but that inner voice isn't you because that inner voice is coming really from a body of the past. Now, I'm not even going to get distracted with that. But anyway, as I was saying all this, I was just talking, trying to give examples of saying, listen, you know, that inner voice is commenting all the time. It's commenting on me as I'm speaking. Even now, as you listen to this podcast, it's making comments. Will I agree with this? Or where's he going with this today? Or oh, I've heard this one before. It's always commenting. It's narrating on your life. What we don't always consider is the impact that has. And also the fact that very often it's, it's giving you information that is flawed, right? So I shared some examples and then a few minutes later, the CEO uh, said, listen, actually, I want to share something there, Shane, and said, listen, just being really honest with you, I've just realized the extent and the subtlety to what, and the power to what you're talking about. He said, yesterday, when I was doing uh, my presentation to the company, and I was kind of giving updates as to what we've done over the last 12 months, and I was pointing out uh, different things, and I was also then sharing information to do with the growth and the plans of the business. He said, you moved in the corner uh, and he said, this is the first time you've been at, I suppose, this event with me. And uh, so it's something new for me. And he said, whatever way you moved or your body language changed, my inner voice went, oh, I've said something or done something that Shane doesn't think is good uh, for the company. Or he's, there's something I've done that's actually bad because he's changed his body language. And he said, it's been in my mind for the last 24 hours and actually did throw me a bit. Now, I have managed to kind of step back, rationalize and say, well, you know, is there anything to back that up or where's the evidence, which is really good in terms of how they handled it. But he said, it did throw me and it has kind of distracted me a little bit because I thought maybe I've got off to the wrong foot. Now, <laughs> when he said that, I was genuinely looking at him kind of go, what are you talking about? Because actually the opposite was going on inside me. I was thinking, this guy's doing a really great job. I love his communication style, the way he's open with the entire company. He's very collaborative. There's a lovely tone to what he's doing. Um, and it was very upbeat, and positive. I just thought he was doing a really good job. So what you have here are two people in, in the same, apparently the same experience, both having different thinking about that experience. So which one is true? Well, you could say that the one that's true is whatever you're thinking, because see, whatever you're thinking automatically has a huge effect on your feeling, then your behavior, and then your action. But what was more interesting for me was that that was distracting for him. So it was taking away useful energy. It was also giving him... Um, a distorting reality. All right, now, and it's funny, then I, I was sharing with him, well, okay, uh, <laughs> I recall a story when I was um, first getting into running workshops and doing public talks. At the start, I would have been, you know, nervous and everything else, you're just doing something new. I remember certainly one of the first talks I ever did, I don't know, there was probably about 20 people in the room, and there was a lady kind of in the last row who kept on yawning, and it was... At one point, I think I, I was sure she was falling asleep, and I was in my inner voice was going, "Oh my God, Shane, you are absolutely useless. This person is so bored; <laughs> they're falling asleep. Like you know, once this talk is finished, I think that's it. We should never do a talk again." And while I'm doing my talk, I'm, I'm focusing on information, but it was by God, was it tough? Because I'm literally having this fight in, my, in myself, and I'm sure you can relate to that. So I'm having this kind of fight in myself, trying to stay away from that niggle of a voice that's giving out to me. But at the end of the talk. There was one or two people who came up to ask a question. And I thought, okay, well, at least they were interested. That was good. They were listening. But then this lady was the very last person, the person, the lady who's yawning. And she came and said, oh my God, so that was a really interesting talk. And um, I wanted to ask you about a couple of things you said. And I've made some notes here. And I looked down at her pad and saw that she had loads of notes. And I was kind of surprised based on, again, what my mind was telling me, 
her level of interest was. And so when she was finished and she was very pleasant and complimentary, I said, do you want me asking you a question? I said, I said, I've got to be honest with you. I, I was thrown a bit during the talk because you were yawning so much. And at one point, I think you fell asleep. And she said, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Sorry about that. She said, no, um, I, I came in on a flight from California uh, this morning and I'm, I was, I'm really tired, she said, but I just, I didn't want to miss this talk. I was really looking forward to it and I'm so glad I didn't miss it, but I'm so sorry because I did actually fall asleep for about five minutes. <laughs> but she was delighted to be there. And not only that, uh, like work came out of that for me. I, I got a project that came out of that because she ran her own business. So <laughs> again, your inner voice distorting reality. Now, there's a couple of questions I think you can do to challenge that, that, that I think are, are useful. But I, I, before I get into that, I just want to share a story with you uh, to do with a tech company that I worked with a few years ago. Right, so another little thing that I thought I'd just share with you and make you aware of is uh, just in case you're, this is the podcast is the way that you're maybe getting to know me. Um, I've been running or sending out this uh, very short weekly email for the last, believe it or not, 13 years. I started in 2008. It turned into a book called Inspire Me. The, the email is called Inspire Me. Um, it goes out every Monday. It's designed to be read ideally in less than 60 seconds. And it kind of links into basically, in essence, it's my, um, I, I share a quote that's inspiring, hopefully. And then I suppose I kind of share a story or an experience or maybe ask you a question around how do you bring that quote or the essence of the meaning of the, that quote, the inspiration, how do you bring it to life? Because I think one of the things that I've seen with a lot of quotes is people rattle them off, but very often we miss the wisdom and taking the action out of the quote or, you know, the actual wisdom of it. So, um, I've been doing that for 13 years. As I said, it turned into a book called Inspire Me, which has done quite well. But you can, if you're not on the weekly email, it's a, it's, a, it's another way to kind of get a little bit of inspiration, maybe on the day you need it most, on a Monday. Um, but also it keeps you in touch with whatever I'm doing in terms of events or retreats or training or whatever's coming down the track. And occasionally you get the odd free thing from me as well. Again, the focus is, if you're somebody who's interested in creating meaningful success for yourself and for other people, well then, you're going to like the content. So uh, that's my little plug. Hopefully that'll be of interest to some of you. Uh, let's get back to the show. So I was doing a body of work um, for this company. Um, it, it kind of ran over a few years. Um, and I was working with the principal in, in, uh, in a very large section of the business and also with their lieutenants. And so I used to meet them maybe once uh, initially every every month and then it, we kind of moved it back to once every two months and there's other stuff going on in between but I always remember one of the one of the people the lieutenants that I was working with was um, an, a very uh, aware individual but also didn't really want to talk about the inner side of things at all and so and that's fine um, up to a point <laughs> but they, they, the reason they didn't was because they said that they knew enough and things were going well. So it was really more just about uh, helping them optimize their performance and making sure they were focused on the right things, all that kind of stuff, and just talking stuff out. Um, except on this particular uh, day that I was down there working with them and meeting different people, um, when the meeting started, he said to me, listen, he said, I know I normally don't like to talk about the inner side or, you know, but he said, I need to talk about it today because I'm just not quite on my game. And so I said, okay, well, what's going on? He said, I don't know, I'm, you know I've been fighting with my wife. Um, the energy isn't right in the team. I'm having issues where I don't normally with people. And I'm starting to think, he said, maybe it's me. 
I said, okay, well, that's a good start anyway. We can point the finger back at ourselves, look in the mirror. Um, but eventually, when we kind of dug into it, what came out was that this was going on actually uh, for about three months. He just hadn't really talked to anybody about it. And we tracked it back that actually this whole kind of cycle of a downward performance, which can happen to the best of the best. And this guy now was really, really good, really smart, really good, really motivated, doing well in his career. And um, But he's had this conversation with somebody at a senior level, not his direct boss, senior level. And he took out of that conversation that he wasn't going to get uh, this big promotion that he thought he was supposed to get. He wasn't going to get it, um, even though he'd been busting his ass and actually delivering on the results. And so he was really downhearted. But as we talked it out, um, I suppose I, I was just asking naive questions. I just said, well, I'm assuming you, you kind of um, asked your boss about it. And he said, well, no, I didn't want to ask my boss about it because I just assumed that he was privy to this and I was just really annoyed at him too. So I haven't been in good form with him either. I said, okay, but did you go back and actually just double check at your source, the person that you think was saying this? He said, no, no, well, I was clear what they were saying, that that's what they said. And so then I asked this question. I said, well, can you be 100% sure that that's exactly what they meant? And he paused and he went, well, okay, I might be 100% sure, but I'm 95% sure. I said, oh, say, okay, so there's, there's a 5% chance that you're wrong. I said, we can't proceed until you're clear about what reality is, until we're clear about what reality is. And so we paused the meeting. I had other meetings to do. And I said, you go off and find that guy. And whenever you get to him, talk to him. Come back and let me know what happened. So he came back to me a few hours later. He said, and he looked like a different person. He, he, he was younger. There was a lightness to him. So I knew something had happened. So I said, what, what happened? And he said, I talked to the guy. He said, I can't believe it. I, said, I told him what I thought I heard. And he just looked at me in shock and said, no, that's not what I meant. I, mean, that, I, I don't know why you interpreted it that way. No, like everything is going really well for you. And I'm sorry that that's, you should have come to me sooner. And he just looked at me and said, I can't believe that I have been working under this false assumption for the last three months. He said, I can't tell you the stress it's caused. It's interrupted my sleep. That's affected my energy and state of mind. I know that my team has got distracted and is not quite on it because I'm, I've been distracted and I'm quite on it. I'm not quite on it. He said, I just can't believe the hassle, he said, I, I really hope I never, ever forget this lesson. And I think, you know, if you're listening to this podcast thinking, oh, yeah, well, that's an interesting one, but I'd never make that mistake. My, my challenge is <laughs> look in the mirror because we, 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 we will all do that. We all have done it. I've done it. So, as you know, I'll always come back to some questions. Um, and this is not if this applies to you, this does apply to you. It applies to you in every capacity in your life. Um, so the question is, like, what are you believing right now that your inner voice has been telling you? And what are you believing without merit, without looking for the evidence? And where might you be reacting to someone or something? But you haven't asked this question. OK, can I be can I be sure that what I'm thinking is 100 percent true? And if it's if you are 100% true, okay, fine, move on. But if you're not 100% true, you got to go off and at least challenge what you're thinking or explore, how do I find out what the truth here is? And I suppose my, my final comment on this would be, and this is the key, boy, key bit really, is don't believe everything that you think is true. And in particular, what I would say to you is a mind that is unchallenged, unchallenged is a very dangerous thing.
it's good to challenge your mind. It's good to challenge your, your thinking, but also to be aware that you can help other people do the same thing. Thanks for being with me. Bye-bye.